we are recording. Uh, okay. Does anybody want to give a quick recap of what happened previously? I just remember Echo and I having that in-depth conversation about our backgrounds, and I think we were in the middle of a short rest right before we went into that room that kind of had the ceiling opened in it. No, I believe we actually went into a long rest, last I checked, but I have Uh, some notes. If you want Brackus' shorthand... Yes, so you did go into a long rest. Um, Leo, what you remember is you're, you're an elf, so a short rest is a long rest to you, so you only right. require a portion of the actual total eight hours. Um, but everybody here should be getting a long rest, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong about Sithril, though. I can't no, recall. I g- no, she did not, if I remember right. No, I, I, I did so that I could... Get my uh, stuff back. Got it. So I remember you spent some time with with the book and you got some information and some not so helpful information. And then you, mm-hmm. along with everybody else within their sink, were resting. Uh, Leo, after your conversation with Echo, then uh, you nodded off to get your portion of your rest. And... <laughs> Echo is the only one left awake for the remainder of the night. Can you hear me? Uh, we can. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. How well is the sound? It's okay. It's it, we're not okay. picking up and the the like laptop fan anymore. At least. Did you double okay, check? Let me Discord check one more. Input is the headset. Let me check one more thing. Nope. Okay. Then it's a headset. Okay, cool. So that mutes it if you move the, the mic thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Okay. So. You all are still sat in this cave. Most of you asleep, except for you, Echo. And in this moment, based on the conversation that you just had with uh, Leo... What do you do in the moment for the remainder of this rest? Uh, I'm just sort of going to be thinking of the conversation that we had um, and just kind of rolling it around in my mind. Okay, and um, prior to starting our session here, we're going with the option one, I believe, that we talked about. You are not staying up. Yes. Okay. Um, What do you mean? Sorry, I'm not. uh, You are distracted based on the conversations that you had with Leo. So, Echo, as you are sitting here and the fire is dying down, it's more embers at this point. It was a small fire to start. You just see the faint glow uh, reflecting off of the various stone walls around you. You feel the cold breeze coming from the 
opening high above you in the cave here. And you're thinking, and your mind kind of drifts off as the rest of your party is asleep. And for a little while there, it, it feels like a moment, or it feels like multiple moments. It feels like hours, an eternity. And you blink, and you're not sure how much time passed, but you're kind of still dazed staring at the fire. And you swear you faintly hear a voice. And the fire fades, and it's just dark. And you swear you hear the words, Oh now, my dear, there's much more to come. And then you feel that, that you know that startling feeling of like falling and your body jolts and you sit up and you notice that the space that you're in is a little bit lighter. As you can see just a little bit of the sunrise peeking through reflecting off the walls. And you seemed to have lost yourself a little bit in the night. So you don't know what happened in the time frame that everyone was out. But it is I now I glance morning. over them and are they awake or are they still asleep? Um, you notice to you jolting that uh, Sithril is starting to wake up groggily, but starting to. Same with Leo. Lingvi and Brachus stir a little bit short to rise here in, in, a, in a few moments, probably. Okay. I'm gonna look around and just sort of double check to see if anything is different around us since I I'm discombobulated. Um, and as we discuss, I would say that you do take one point, by the way. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. And take your minus. Twenty-three. Okay. Um, and Sithril and Leo, you guys are waking up now as well. So, with a twenty-three, nothing within the space looks different to you, other than the time. It's definitely morning, and and hours passed since last you were looking at the fire. So, startles you a little bit. You, other than that, the space around you is no different than when you 
all took your rest. Um, Sithril. However, when you wake up, um, it's almost like you have, like, like a tickle in the back of your throat, and you start coughing. Hmm. This is an actual cough. <laughs> I take a sip of my water, which I don't have right now. <laughs> it helps. It helps momentarily, but it's a moment of relief, which is welcomed. And something that Echo, you didn't notice, but Sithril, you notice, is there seems to be something in the air that is making you feel this in the back of your throat. Is there any way I can do some sort of nature check to see what it is? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I would also like to ask as a preface, what past experiences do you have within nature itself? Different pollens and toxins, poison, like like poison ivy kind of thing. Not necessarily like poisons, but like just things to survive. Would it be a nature check or a survival check? Uh, I would probably say more nature with what you're looking for. Eight. Okay. Um, you're not quite sure, but it is reminiscent (laughs) of what feels like polluted air. Polluted with what could be anything, but something feels off with the air. Kind of like if the air was smoke filled or, uh, if there is something else within the air to make the quality less than it should be, and your body is picking up on that. And Leo, you're starting to react on fire. Sorry, we all talked at once. What? <laughs> is anyone else reacting, or is it just me? Uh, as Leo wakes up, he also notices. Are we able to speak? Yeah, you could speak. Okay. So it's just like a tingle in the back of the throat when you woke up. Yeah. Like out, like uh, it's like you would feel like when your allergies are acting up or something. Um, yeah, very similarly. Um, can I get up and just survey the campsite a little bit, a little bit beyond from where we're at? Uh, sure. If anything, I probably would recognize what this is, but let's see. Where do you go and what do you look for? Um, I'll start kind of walking into that cavern, even more specifically, maybe focusing more towards up the ceiling to see if there's anything leaking in from the cavern above. Okay, roll a perception check. Uh, Lingvi mm-hmm. and Brackus, you guys are now waking up, so. And you do also notice... It takes you a moment, but you also notice the same. Dirty 20. Okay. Um, uh, Who left? Uh, Link by. Oh, yeah. 
Looks he's like in he, the AFK channel. No, he's in the AFK channel. That's weird. <laughs> because he hasn't touched it in a while. Maybe. <laughs> uh. You good, son? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Strange. Uh, with the Dirty 20, nothing looks different. You don't see anything in in the air, nothing coming from above. You just see the faint light peeking through. Uh, just, just like a very faint glow of sunrise. The sky is like a pale kind of blue tint with the low light. In the space that you're in, um, are you staying at the where the camp is set up, or are you wandering a little bit with this search? I'm wandering a little bit, probably about maybe 30 feet from the campsite. Okay. Um, back from the way you came, doesn't seem to be much. Just normal cavern walls and some undergrowth of ferns and stuff. Uh... Continuing forward, however, in the direction that you have yet to go, you do notice it kind of ramps up a little bit. It's a stoned, like, kind of ramped surface, leading to a T-style section. So um, the floor goes left and right, but immediately in front of you is a drop. And within this rectangular room, you see large, like, square pillars coming from the floor and matching the uh, level of the floor where you are. But in between them is about a 20-foot drop. And then across the room is more floor at the same level you are at. So it almost kind of drops off into, like, a little ravine in the middle of the room. Yeah, uh, easiest way I could for you guys to to visually see it from a player perspective, it looks like a jumping puzzle. <laughs> it's pillared spaces and gravity spaces below. <laughs> I'm going to ask Sithril to send her dancing lights into the room just so we can get a clear layout. Done. The, um, for that yeah. for that smell, I couldn't I didn't notice it at all. You don't okay. you don't sense you don't get the same feeling and you don't sense it. The only thing that you noticed was Sithril coughing, but other than that, you don't you're not even aware of it. Okay. Uh and as you do peer into this room, Leo, um the room is completely encapsulated. The only space that leads to the sky was where your camp was set up. Continuing forward, there is no more sky. Okay. A jumping... Oh, sorry. No, I was just thinking out loud. A jumping puzzle. Um, Zach, did you say that Brackus and I were aware of the... The sensation? Yes. Yeah. R2, okay. And you said it was kind of like a, a tickling sensation in the back of your throat? Yeah. Similar to allergies or, like, smoke in inhalation. Do you stand too close to the bonfire? 
So like if you stand too close to the bonfire and you kind of get the smoke yeah. in your mouth, you're just huh. similar to that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run into the office real quick. You'll you'll see me run by oh. you, but I won't look. I won't look at your screen. Mm-hmm. I want to get myself a drink. Well, I feel like Lingvi would do the following things if that was the case. Try to drink some water. If that doesn't make the feeling go away, then I feel like he probably would bust out. Um, I think we, I don't know, maybe, I feel like maybe we had these earlier. I don't remember for sure, but I feel like Lingvi would have a mask of some kind delving into tombs the way that he does because cave mold is definitely a thing. <laughs> I would say from your history, you you would have some sort of like bandana or handkerchief and you're familiar with the process of using one and or sometimes wetting one for this, but I don't think anybody else in the party would be aware of such a thing. Okay, well... I'm going to secure mine for now, and I don't know, I'll kind of, I'm going to kind of debate here for a bit to see if anybody else, if, if there's a problem, if everybody else should do the same. Gregus just looks at you like you're insane for a hot <laughs> second, and then just turns around and looks at Leoris, just like, what are you looking at? <laughs> the party's got COVID! <laughs> what what do you what do you see, Leoris? Nothing out of the ordinary just yet. Um it appears we're about to come upon another puzzle room. Whoop de doo. Everyone else is feeling this, right? Like, everyone else feels funny as well. It's not just me. I mean... Funny how? You get that little tingling sensation in the back of your throat if you're smelling smoke in the air. As much time as I've spent in the wild, you know, like pollination when the seasons come along. I have noticed as well. Um, Echo just shrugs. I guess. Just kind of points to his face. <laughs> I, I guess I always kind of feel that, but you know, I breathe fire, so I do agree. Though it feels a little more aggressive than it usually does. I don't know. Let's continue onward in the meantime. But if something proceeds to happen, um, DM, is there currently an open flame at any point when we set up camp? There was. You had a bonfire. Uh, it is out now. It is mostly ash and embers at this point. But at the start of the night and throughout most of the night, there was a fire. Okay. So it's not like there's like a combustible element in the in the air right now. Mingvai, right. um, why don't you come here and scout the room ahead to see if you've seen a puzzle like this before? Um and then maybe Echo and I can start scouting ahead here to see how we can kind of traverse this environment. 
Somebody like kind of shrugs and I guess just kind of walks forward then. And then should I do it like an investigation or perception? Uh, depends on what you're looking for. Are you just scanning the room as Leo did well, before you? As I feel like we already scanned the room. I guess I'm trying to determine. If you can figure it out. Yeah, determine if there's... I think that would just be a normal intelligence check then, because it's just your brain working. Basing it on memory. Yeah, I guess if I'm yeah. looking for something that might I might have some kind of recollection about, I guess that would probably be intelligence then. If you're scanning for oh. things in your memory, it would be a history check. If you're looking oh. to identify some sort of pattern or something within the room, some something like that, then I would say you could roll a straight intelligence check. Um, I'm going to try history just because I have a much better thing for it. Awesome, but... Huh. As I roll a three, so... I I mean, out of all of your experiences, you don't recall uh, specific <laughs> similar situation or or space. Okay. Well, I guess I just kind of report back to the group that, like, you know, I don't necessarily know if I've seen anything quite like this before, so I don't know if I'm going to be much help. DM, describe the room to me one more time, what it it looks like. The room that you are in is a kind of a large rectangular room. Um, Standing at the edge here where uh, Lingvi is, is about a 20, 25-ish foot drop. And then periodically throughout the space are these perfectly squared kind of platforms, pillars that rise up and level off right at the same level that you guys are currently standing between them are just gaps that drop to this lower 25 foot floor Mm, across the room is another floor similar to the one you're standing on that goes the width of the room but is narrow seems to be five feet just like the space that you're on on this side of the room Shall we proceed to test these platforms and see if they give? I don't know what else we do. Yeah. Do you want to use your mage hand for that? I can... Mage hand, press down on the things and see if anything gives. How big are the platforms, DM? Um, they're like about four feet across. Square. I'll use Mage Hand to see if there's any pressure pads on it. If it's just a smooth surface, I'll attempt to jump on it. Okay. Uh, you don't notice anything with your Mage Hand. It just seems to be a normal surface, but it's hard to determine much. Um, nothing seems to react or move or make a sound when you use the Mage Hand to, to touch it. Uh, so you proceed to cross over to it. Correct, yes. I'll try to jump on it. Okay. Just roll me a quick athletics check, then. Okay. How far apart would you, would you say each of these are? 
Uh, it's only like a five foot jump. That's okay. How deep is it down on the ground from the platforms? About 25 feet. Sort of like jumping off a roof of your house. Yeah. Hey, that's an eight. An eight. Okay. Uh, so you jump over, but your the foot you push off with to jump, you didn't get a good footing, and it gives just a little bit, and you jump a little short, and you feel that, like, the wind knocked out of you as you actually land with your arms on the platform and your chest hitting the edge of it. Do I take any bludgeoning damage? Uh, no bludgeoning damage, just knocked the wind out of you. Wasn't okay. pleasant. Two points of embarrassment. <laughs> Do I, am I able to climb up on it now? Yeah. Okay. And standing in the middle of it, nothing happens around me? Nothing seems to happen. And which, I just want to which, clarify, he's doing this one, correct? I'm assuming... Oh, that's the question I was just about to ask. Which pillar? Isn't there one, like, right in the corner that you could have just kind of walked onto? over to? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know where he would go from there. Either way would have been True. a jump to the next, so... Mm-hmm. Is there... Either's fine. Is there a way... If you fall down to the bottom to get back up, or is it just sheer drops with the walls? Uh, since Dancing Lights is up, uh, it just looks like sheer walls. So kind of like the rest of this. Yeah, I was going to say a rope would probably be the best thing. Um, is there the, the ground? Because I want to make sure if anyone moves forward that we know what we're getting into if we miss. On the ground... Is there, are there spikes? Is there uh, questionable goo? You know, any, any. Doesn't look like anything. It. Everything's stone see. and there's just the stone walls and pillars. Yeah. There are some crumbled, broken pillars within the space at the bottom. But other than that, nothing but stone. And then one more thing to check before I'll jump to the next one. There's no runes on the wall like there was in the previous room to make things shift in the room. Did you seriously nope. finish that? People. Okay, I'll make another athletics check here then. Yeah. Brackus is going to take the right side and uh, go from step onto that pillar and then hop to the other one. Okay. To the upper left. The 21 on that roll. Athletics check for Brekka's as well. Okay. She, she finished her chew. Already? Jeez, man, she's really teething. 11. Yeah, sorry about that noise. I'm going to go put her in her crate to nap. Okay. Uh, it's 8 o'clock, so. You said 11 for you, Brekka's? Yes. Okay. You jump over. Um, you feel like you... You were confident going into the jump, but... As you land on it, you're landing foot on the edge of it, just barely making that jump, feeling like, okay, maybe you misjudged the amount of weight that you were trying to 
leap with. Uh, Leo, you hop over and hop over. You are on the other side. Nice and easy. On the other side, you mean like on the next platform or clear on the, on no, the next No, with, with how high you uh, rolled, you clear all the jumps. Oh, okay. So I'm already on the other side of the room then. Brackus is going to attempt to jump to the one to the right. No. Oh, that's so sorry. Better. So sorry. Hello again. <laughs> so everyone's taking a pillar. Yeah. Individuals. 20, Twenty-three for Brackus. Twenty-three. Next. Oh. After seeing Leo do it, you feel the competition a little bit, and you're like, "Screw this! <laughs> I can do that." You hop and hop, and you're across the room. What do the rest of you do? I'm going to let the rest of you go first. I want to look through my stuff. I'm going to make a jump. Uh, I rolled a 14. Okay. You feel confident jumping into it, and you land on the first pillar. Three. You rolled a three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lingvi, as you land, you hear the quick gasp to your right, as you see Sithril go to jump, but her foot slipped, and she plummets 25 feet to the lower. Uh, Sithril, you take... Oh, you're lucky. Two points of bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground. Um. Hmm. Just gonna walk all the way. Yeah, I was I was going to offer a rope, but I feel like they should offer you a rope. Yeah, Braggus just pulls out a rope and yeah. holds it down and just holds on to it. Yeah, I'll just like, tie, it, tie it around your waist, Braggus, and then I'll, yeah. I'll just start backing up, and then I'll hang on to the front of it and guide her in. There you go. All right, I go up. What do what I need to roll another check? No, I, I think you should be able to hold on to it, because they're assisting anyways with you pulling it up. You should be fine. Uh, Lingvi. What do you do? Um, well, I was rolling to jump again, but my athletics is minus one, so I rolled a three. <laughs> so you you were distracted ah! by Sithril, and you jump as well, but you get your foot on the edge, and it gives, because you, you just land your toes on it, and you feel yourself fall. Let's see. You hit your chin on the edge of it as you slide down and bite your tongue. Ooh, that was... I've done that before. That really, really hurts. Yeah. Like uh, you trip going up the stairs and you just... That's four points of bludgeoning damage for you, Lingvi. It's like when you were a kid and you're at the park and you saw, like, oh, this kid fall down next to you and then you start getting shaky in the knees because you're like, oh, I'm going to do that too now. <laughs> that could really hurt. Can't relate. I'd be the one falling first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Can I? Okay, I'm just gonna ask. Is is there a body right here? Is that a thing? There is. There is a skeleton, kind of underneath one of the uh, crumbled pillars. There. Search the body. It's quite old. Yeah, it's mostly I, I bone. was. I was gonna. I was going to investigate the bottom section Are overall. dropping down? 
Yeah. Can you negate any fall damage yet? Uh, I don't know if you have that. No. Okay, then. Nope, that's next. Okay, so if you're just dropping down, then you also take four points of bludgeoning damage as you drop. Well, I guess I'm gonna try poking at the body, but I'm gonna, like, use, like, I don't know, probably have, like, some kind of tool, but I'm gonna, like, poke at it, like, like it's infected or something. (laughs) Okay. You want me to check for traps first? Considering this seems just a tad too easy. Nah. Well, I'm, I'm still going to investigate the entirety of this bottom area because I want to see if we're missing anything important. Roll an investigation check. For you, Lingvi, um, you poke the body and it's it's a very old corpse. The, Do I see uh, anything around it? There doesn't really seem to be much. It seems that time and fungus and mildew has taken most of the fabrics that surrounded it. The skin is dried and decayed in most places and it's mostly bone. Alright, I'll come up. What did you roll, Echo? Six? Okay. It feels a little odd, the space that you're in. There's something on the tip of your tongue that feels familiar, but you're not sure. Okay. Do you all proceed? Have we gotten Sithra pulled up by this point? Yeah, and I would assume you're helping Lingvi up next now. Yes. And then Echo. And, and me, yeah. <laughs> if a process works, keep Don't it change it. Okay, so I will move you all to the next spot. Uh, what, what do we want the marching order to be? Because the space here is only wide enough for one person with. So it, everybody has have to walk Have me go file. first. Yeah, have me go first so I can sort of scout it out. Okay, so Echo first. Who's second? I'll, I'll take I'll take behind her. Is the section we're going to dark or now? Sithril uh, still has dancing lights, which she can move, so okay. I would assume She that. should probably be in the middle because she's the cleric. And then Lingvi and then Brachus. Could swap them, yeah. Well, Squishy should probably be protected at the end. Not so squishy. (laughs) 16. Comparatively. Not so squishy. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Better than mine. But much better. Okay. Who's got the weakest armor class of us? I've got 15 left, I checked. Zero Sithril. I think it's like 13, 14. Okay. Makes sense for a cleric. She's squishy and old. Yeah, 14. (laughs) And old. And broken. (laughs) Okay. Uh, As you proceed, everybody but Echo does notice that that tickle in the back of your throat turns into a slight burn. Like, it's more intense. Is Lingvi feeling this? 
Everybody but Echo is feeling it. But Echo. It's because she's shorter than everyone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering that too. It's like either there's something in the air or it's because. I'm below the smoke. <laughs> I can walk out of the fire perfectly fine. There, there is no smoke. Like, you don't. Oh, see I anything. know, but it's because smoke rises, so. Sure. You know, I, I have Extended to say. It's a metaphor, my guy. I, I have to say it. I usually feel a burning in the back of my throat, like all the time. But this is this is getting a little ridiculous. Did somebody like slip me something while I was sleeping, or what the <laughs> fuck's going on? No, but that's a good idea for next time. I didn't even think about that. I think by just coming, it was no. I think we just breathed something that's causing a reaction with our airways. <laughs> I'm just looking at them like they're crazy because I'm just like, the fuck are you talking about? Everything it tastes great. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Echo, do you have any immunities that you're aware of? You see this blank stare, like you say a really big word to a toddler, and they're like, what? <laughs> Or like the kids when we were at Disney World and they didn't understand how old I was when I told them that blank stare of, I don't know how old you like, is that old? Maybe. I guess, are you affected by poison? Um, I mean, I don't know if I've ever been poisoned to be able to tell. I know it's a little bit harder for me to be, like, poison ivy doesn't affect me. Does that count? Maybe? <laughs> I kind of give Lingvi a look. I wonder if there's a toxin in the air and she's immune to it. Mm, definitely possible. Maybe. But yet you have your mask on and it's affecting you as well, so... Yeah. It might just be that it's afflicted me before I even put it on, so... I don't know. Keep it on for now, I guess. Yeah. Let's continue onward and see how it proceeds or if anything changes. Okay, Lead the way, Echo. Go I'm gonna go ahead a few steps in front of everyone so I can like check for traps as I go without them being caught in the crossfire just in case. So I'll be, even though our icons are right next to each other, I'll be just like five more ahead. Everyone. Not five squares, five feet. I'm moving them! <laughs> I want to peek around the corner. Okay. See if I. Um. See. The lights. What 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 are you doing with the the lights, Sithril? You can put them as far as you can see, basically. So are you putting it right over Echo, or is give Echo, Echo 
a couple and then I'll keep a couple with us. Because uh, without the to... light echo, you can't see anything. It is pitch black. Yeah. So what I'm going to do first is when I get up to the corner, I am going to stay basically hidden at the corner of where I am, but slide my hand around on the wall and just sort of feel out and see if I could feel or sense anything ahead. Okay. Um, roll perception check. While she's doing that, I'm gonna feel... Go ahead, though. What does the ground feel like around us? Uh, Oh, I did the math wrong. I'm sorry. You seem to be in a... uh, like a stone bricked in hallway. The floor is stone. The walls are stone bricks. It seems to be man-made. Okay. Uh, what was your number? Uh, my, Go. Nine. I looked at the wrong thing. Yes, nine. Nine? Okay. Um, yeah. You look within and focus hard, but it, it it's just silence to you. There's there's nothing, nothing for you to sense, so it's almost like being blind in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna look back to the group and just sort of wave them closer. I, I need some light. Oh, you send your lights over? Yeah. yeah, if she wants to peer I'd around say, the corner and move her lights, she can. Yeah, so I'll I'll be here in the corner itself and then ask Sithril to send it ahead of me just a bit so it can light up just a little ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. As you use the light echo you can peer into this next space and the next space is a bit confusing to you to look at because while everything is in right angles it doesn't appear like a normal room it's not a rectangle um as you look it's it's a very odd shaped space um and some of the right angles kind of just end in into a wall. They don't go anywhere. The only thing that you see that is something other than stone is kind of forward and left a little bit. You see a large kind of brownish red mushroom growing out of the corner. I am going to sort of motion to Leo since he's right behind me to just 
hang back a sec. And then I'm gonna go over to the mushroom. The mushy mush. Okay. And I wanna inspect it. How big is it? Um, the mushroom itself is probably like the top part, the the flattish curved dome part uh, is probably like six inches across. It's decent size for a mushroom. And then sorry, what color was it? It's like a brownish red. Brownish. All right, and then can I sort of around it and see if um, there's any like spores coming off of it. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything in the air immediately around you and it. Do you touch it? No. Um, I'm going to take one of my crossbow bolts and I'm going to stand a bit of a distance from it so it'll be my arm length and then the length of the crossbow bolt and I'm going to use bolt and nudge at the mushroom okay uh, you nudge at it and it it is delicate it cuts into it and, and breaks very easily mm. I'm going to cut it off the wall and I'm going to pocket it Okay. You now have a uh, brown mushroom. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going, yeah, I'm going back to what you said about right angles disappearing into walls. Um, can I use Mage Hand to start checking around for traps or maybe any moving mechanisms? Uh, roll an investigation check. I'm going to wave them through closer and just kind of be like, I think this is just another little labyrinth. That's a seven on the investigation. Okay. Um, I mean, you don't really detect anything as you kind of peer into the room and with what you can see, you can move your mage hand about and it what Echo said kind of rings true. It it feels like a labyrinth a bit. It's not very logical, and it just seems like stone walls. Nothing dangerous about it, specifically. It reminds me of the babe. <laughs> no. Oh, great. There's going to be a man with tight pants that jumps out of nowhere at us. impeccable eyeshadow. <laughs> um. Um, and I would like to ask, now that you guys are moving around within the space, uh, can you describe to me how you are doing so? Like, with is what the, intention? Is the room still the shape of the hallway we just came from, or does it open up a little bit? Uh, it opens up. But... In an odd-shaped way, sort of like a uh, 
to the right and left of you, you can go either direction. You can't go forward, but in either direction, it looks to be as if you're looking into a large, dark room uh, with many pillars kind of blocking your view. Where's that, uh, where's that coin die at? Anybody got that? I have it. Um, and also, when I walked in and when I motioned for them to come, it was very cautious. Okay. So it was slow going and, and you know, so if you are like kind being of peering cautious, around. I would like everybody yeah. to make a stealth check then. Okay. Yes. I'm so good at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Clunk, clunk, clunk. Eight. Oh. Fourteen. Teen. Eleven. Okay. Uh, Lingvi? You're muted. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, there we go. That brings the average up. So, Echo, you were the only one that was uh, eight? You mm-hmm. said... Okay. Okay. Can't tell if I'm being quiet or not. <laughs> you never know. It sounds good. It, it sounds good tonight. Um. So, how would you all like to proceed? You want me to flip left or right? Flip left or right. We'll do left will be heads, right will be tails. Okay. So the twenty on one side will be left, and then the tree will be right. Whoop! Sorry. Left. Left. I completely missed my. Completely missed my. Okay. You say left. Are we going left as our characters would have entered the room? Oh, I was doing from us looking at the map. Us looking at the map. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Stage left. So. Yep. Yeah. Stage left. We're fifth rolling by R. Yeah. Okay. Enough. So. Oh, guys, looks like we're going stage left. <laughs> we all just are going in different directions. I will lead if you guys want me to. Oh, hey. Okay. I accidentally had both of us. Go for it, Tank. Um, okay. As you do proceed, and then you do notice kind of off to the side there, another growth of small mushrooms. These ones almost translucent. In a faint bluish white color. I'm grabbing. You're going to grab it? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna dark. do the same thing with with the the bolt to test it. As and then if nothing happens, I'll take them. As soon as you get within five feet of it, you see them kind of flex a little bit. And then and the space you are now sh- in is coated in this white kind of uh, powder. Since I saw it flex when it's flexing, can I shove Lingvi further away from me? Sure. Um, just roll a, a, a strength check or an athletics check. I want to see how effectively you are able to do this. Yeah. Other than also that. Also, just noting, Lingvi is still wearing same. his mask. Yep. <laughs> He's the safest one in the party right now. Nine. Okay. Sure. Um, Jeez, all these guys are sucking today. Brackus 
Sithril, Echo, and Leo, are you with them as well? I kind of took up the I took up the rear on that one since we, since we kind of flipped the order of things. Okay. Uh, all of you in the moment can consider yourselves the condition poisoned. See if that's something I'm exempt from. Hang on. Me too. Uh, uh, let me double check say. yours, Echo, because I need to. I don't recall if you are able or not. I think you're just. But let me check. I think you can be. Uh, resistant and have advantage against. Ing. I was going to say, where do they show that on D&D Beyond? I remember there was a section for that. Uh, conditions typically appear be your... below your health. So in a little... No, for, for for seeing if you're resistant and stuff, it would be in your features and traits. Okay, that's exactly where I'm at. Let's see if I can find Yeah. Yeah, it's usually in defenses, which is next to conditions, though. Uh, yes. Let me see. Oh, I see it's over here under your saving throws, though. Uh, against disease and... So I just wanted to. So then I would need a saving throw on it. I would say go ahead and make a Constitution saving throw, Echo. Lingvi, you're fine. You are unaffected, but everybody else, it is immediate. It's cocked. Okay. Uh, Then you are also not poisoned. But everybody else in the party, you are now the condition poisoned. Uh, You can add that to your conditions and it'll kind of make it automatic for certain things. But basically it means you have disadvantage on certain checks and activities as well as attacks. Am I still able to grab them though? Yeah, you can grab it. Yeah, I want to scoop a bunch into um, a jar. Sorry, I have hiccups. Um, so how many would you say I could fit in one of like the bigger jars that I have that are like, like mason jar size? Fit, like three to a jar. They're kind of tall uh, and longer. Their top is like, like elongated. Sh- like shiitakes? Shiitakes mm, okay. um, are wide. These are more like I thought they were tall. Okay, um, what would I call them for my inventory? Uh, y- you could just call them, like, uh, puff spores. Advanced against being charmed. Got it. So what all do you guys do? Her, her jar. And in this moment, uh, the three I of you, uh, Leo, Sithril, and Brachus, that like spicy feeling in the back of your throat, very strong. Okay. Sithril, do you have anything that helps against poisons? Probably wait till you're not around the poison anymore. I know, I'm just confirming with her though, so that we can get that yeah. taken care of once we're out of here. You um, live by your so. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, granted, they're already poisoned now, but would it be possible for me to show everybody how to tie a mask around their face for future references? 
It doesn't matter. Might help. Um, and if Sithril doesn't have anything, I'm sure I could find something in my box because I can make stuff. So. Well, that's true. You have that kid. Yeah. So. Um. Well, if yeah. if you guys aren't interested, that's fine. It doesn't matter. I was just curious. I'm gonna walk forward. Yeah, that's all we can really do at this point. Uh, Echo, as you mm-hmm. continue on, the rest of you guys are kind of like brushing off this like white powder off of you guys. Uh, Echo, you kind of took a turn here and walked down the path a little bit, a little further into the dark. Um, and as you do so, you see a quite tall, um, honestly, literally the size of you, uh, what looks like almost a small, like, tree, or in the real world, looks like a giant morel mushroom. So it's got a stem, a base at the bottom that almost looks like a little tree stump, and then this large, honeycombed-looking conical shape. And where on the map right ahead of me, or is it the icon a little next to me? Yeah, it's kitty corner to you. That icon there in that okay. space. Okay. Um, and it's it's the size of you, so to you it's quite a large fungus. Um, because you rolled an eight in stealth, you step up, and you notice it but only just before you see these faint purple tendrils just shoot out at you. Let me see here real quick. I don't have a vision yet. (laughs) Okay, so one's an 11. That does not hit. The other is a a natural 20. So that's a that's a oof Ah. for you. Um, Hang on. You don't see it happening, and you're not in range, I don't think. Yeah, I, I think I I'm think, in range. I don't think you have line okay, of sight of the target, though. Nope, she does not. No, there's a pillar. Sucks to suck. <laughs> yep. You can't use it against me, Sithril, you can't. Uh, okay, so in this moment, this tendril shoots out and grasps onto your arm, crushing it. Uh, would this count as a missile? No. Does this count as a ranged attack? <laughs> nope. <Damn> it. <laughs> it is definitely a melee attack. Uh, let's see. I need two of these. Where's my other? Here we are. Uh, oh, it has to be a six. There's no way it's a nine. Okay. Okay, you take uh, 11 points of necrotic damage as this fungus wraps around your arm and you feel it starting to, like, eat away at your flesh. Gross. You are able to pull back in the moment. It does not have you grappled, but 
It hurt. Okay. Um. I am going to. Just curious, does Echo make a sound? No. Oh, hold on. Because if not, then nobody else knows that there's any any danger afoot. Yeah. Nope. She does not. It startles Um, you and you don't make a peep? (laughs) Have you ever, like, been hit by something and you go to make a sound, but it just reaches that register where your voice just doesn't come? The silent scream that... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, No, but... I've had that happen. (laughs) Also, my husband could attest to this. He has startled me before. I did not scream. I barked, so... Yeah, well, that's a sound, though. (laughs) I know, but I'm not the average person. Um, But, uh... So, is it... Is it in melee range, or is it a little past that? Because it it's in melee has these. You. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, I want to know because I, that that was a surprise to you. What is everybody else doing in this moment that you're exploring this space? Hmm. You don't yet have a moment to react, basically. Got it. I think Lingvi would be looking at his clothes to see how full of spores they are. <laughs> You definitely it have because I touched it. Yeah, you definitely have uh, less than the others. The others look like somebody threw flour on them almost. <laughs> you look like you have a little <laughs> like, you know, when you get uh, a card that has glitter and you you somehow still find some pieces of glitter on you. It's not a lot, but somehow it got there. The, That's kind of what worst. it's like for you. OK, well, I feel like I'd like I don't know, he doesn't like being dirty, so he's just going to kind of like take like a handkerchief and just kind of carefully dust off a little bit. Okay. Anybody else? Hmm. I'd imagine y'all were just still walking. Yeah, just going to keep leading the way. Yeah. Direction we agreed to go. Yeah, follow in. File it in. I'm still technically in the right direction. I'm just a little further in than you. Boop. Boop. <laughs> Boop. Okay. Well, I guess just keep following the wall, huh? Yeah, you found a corner. Oh. Brackus, in this... It is this, the way to do a labyrinth. In this moment, as you proceed, you do also come across a quite large... It's almost the size of Lingvi. This large kind of stump-like base, but it's Mm -hmm. much taller than what Echo encountered. And then kind of a half half sphere domed top. But within the flesh of this large fungus are many holes. Large holes that have little ripples around the edges. Um, can you make a stealth check for me real quick? Boy, so good at these guys. 
Oh, actually, that was really good. Doesn't matter. It's a disability. Yeah, even at disadvantage, it was still good. It was a 16. Damn. Okay. So you are very cautiously moving, keeping your hand on the wall so that you can follow it as you move. You see this and you freeze for a moment. Nothing happens. Take a half step and start proceeding cautiously around it. You seem fine. I look back at everybody and just kind of put my finger up to my lips as to shush them, but not exactly. And I just keep slowly stepping past it. CC echo in the room at this point. Uh, because the pillars vary on where they're placed, you can't see very far honestly, because Mm. as soon as you peer around a pillar, then there's another pillar. So you can only see maybe 10 feet at most anywhere you move. It's like a big labyrinth of a bunch of pillars. So what is everybody else Can we take a quick break so I can let the dogs out? Sure, we can take a quick pee break and whatnot, and then we'll proceed from there. I will see you all back here in five. Go. Make it ten. The dogs will probably need that long. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially Daisy. Having dinner of champions here. So we got, uh, you know those like cheesy cracker sandwiches with peanut butter between them. Of course, yeah. That's my dinner right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm finishing off that homemade chili that I made earlier in the week. Chili actually sounds really good this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't made any yet. <laughs> I also drank one of the bottles of wine that we had in the house. I split it across two to two nights. Got honey roasted peanuts. A little snack. Okay, there you go.
Are we all back then? So I think so. See everybody present, but wasn't sure. Okay. Then, because uh, Sithril, Leo, and Lingvi were following Brachus, what are you guys doing? I'm trying to stealth around the pillar as best that I can. Have we seen the mushroom yet? Uh, you, uh, Sithril would be the only one that can see it because it's, the pillars are square, so you can't see around the edge until you're pretty much kitty corner to the the square of the space. Um, since Brackus was able to warn you guys and and uh, indicate that something was there, you can just continue your um, stealth roll that you previously had and continue on if you wish. If you'd like to find a different route, you can as well. Yeah, I'll just, an, yeah, go ahead. I'll just go. I mean, I already rolled a stealth check earlier because I thought we were all stealthing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can continue that stealth since you're already aware of the space. Well, it's the... an eight, so it's not like it matters. Sneaky, <laughs> sneaky. What other alternate route is there in the room? Um, you can go through the space instead of following the exterior wall. You can continue through, uh, the pillars more towards the center of the room. Uh, Brachus, as you and Lingvi do approach the next pillar here, you do come across the same thing that Echo saw that you were not aware that Echo ran into. Um, large, pale purple... Well, large being, like, maybe three foot tall. About Echo's height. Um, conical shape coming off of the ground there. Um, but as you approach, it doesn't seem to respond. At least you guys seem to be quiet enough that you didn't disrupt it. Uh, Echo, cycling back to you. What are you doing in the moment? I'm going to stab it with my short sword. You're going to stab it? Okay. Go ahead and roll an attack. Yeah. Stab it or chop the pentacle that came at me. So give me one second. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage. Pretty easily, you take a look at this thing, and its little tendrils are moving around, and you're able to quick slash and stab into it. Uh, five. It's a damage. Okay. You stab into this and pull away expecting retaliation, but in doing so, you see it kind of wither away into itself. 
like shrinking away from me or it died? I mean, you don't, you're not an expert in funguses, but it kind of looked like it died. Okay, I'm gonna like fast walk past it because I, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm gonna go this way and then stop okay. before I hit what looks like brambles, but uh, like, because I, I want to hear what you say about that. Yeah, it, it, it just looks like kind of thorny looking uh, roots that are penetrating through the stone floor. How high up are they? Not very high. Uh, you could step over them if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna go past them. I'll, I'll be here. You, and then I see... As you do enter this glowies. space, you pass the last pillar, and you see a very large room. Now, you can only see so far, because of the lights are not centered on you, but you can tell that you're in a large space. Oh... Sorry, that's me reacting to the brew. Um, okay. It, it looks like, just based on the coloring you used on the map, are those glowing ahead of me? To one, two, three, like four spaces to stage left? Uh, not glowing. Those glowing no. in the dark? Okay. Just pale green. Okay. Um,. Yeah, I know that they the group went that way, so I'm kind of gonna okay walk um, that roll way. Roll me and... one more stealth check since you're entering a different space here. Okay. Uh, I did not mean to tap, but okay, uh, fifteen. Okay. You do see similar spore-like mushrooms here in the room to the ones that you encountered first, the puff ones, but you're cautious around these, and you do not disturb them. And I believe at an angle here, you can kind of see the lights that Sithril has up and Sithril mm -hmm. peeking through a little bit, as well as Lingvi on the other side of one of those large purple funguses. You guys are within eyeshot. I'm just gonna give a little shrug, like, ah, I'm here. Um, can I look at the that pale green? Do we even notice her since she's being stealthy? Uh, I think you're fairly aware of the surroundings because you're being quiet, but you're not trying to hide. You're more so just being aware of, like, these funguses in the room and trying not to disturb them. But because of that, you're very aware of like looking for things within the room. I would say that since she's not trying to hide from you, she's just trying to be quiet. But yeah, you can notice her. Mm -hmm. uh, south of you, Echo, the rest of you don't see this yet, but uh, south of you, you see a large kind of like five-ish foot diameter circular looking fungus levitating off of the ground. It's just floating in the air. And off of the top of it, you see these small little like growths growing upwards. 
Yeah, so I'm just gonna kind of stare at it. And I'm gonna like look at the look at everyone, and I'm gonna look back at it and just like slowly lift my hand to just point at it with just like the grumpy cat frown on my face because I'm like that's <laughs> disgusting. But I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna be. Yes, I'm just showing my displeasure. Just, I'm not. I'm not a happy camper today. <laughs> <laughs> this moldy mushroom-covered cavern. Yeah, like with my angle, I can get like a small glimpse of something there, but I don't think I'd be able to tell what the hell it is. Yeah, wait until you actually get to see the full thing on the map. <laughs> Gross. It looks disgusting. No, I'm, um, I can see half of the token, but I just, I don't think Lingbai could, like, theoretically actually see much of it. Yeah, <laughs> but at least you know there's something over there. Um, but yeah, with, with all these um, mushrooms growing out of this places and spots, I kind of want to investigate them carefully, make sure that, you know, if ones that can be set off, we don't, and if there's ones that don't set off for anything. They, they don't push out spores or anything that I can grab. So. As long as something's reacting, let's continue to try to push onward. Yeah, I just want to make sure that I, I know which ones react and which ones don't um, for having to delve deeper here. Okay. So you continue on? In what way? Still quiet and stealthy. But, yeah, I'd st- I'd say stay quiet. Um, but yeah, DM, I, I'm just... You know me with my ADHD, I hyperfixate. Pull her right next to my token. What do you, well, what do you want to do? Set dressing. Are those mushrooms, or what is that with the that green? Yeah, um, the small things near you—they look like young versions of the puff spore uh, funguses that you've that you are adjacent to and had seen previously. A lot of the fungus around the room seems to be just things that are growing, um, different species of fungus that are thriving within the, the kind of damp feeling space that you are you guys are in. I want to pick as I go of the ones that uh, don't that aren't the puff spores. The ones that don't shoot out. Okay. Poison. For now, any of so. those, you can just write fungus and then a quantity. Okay, I'll talk to you. Uh, what is everybody else doing? Sithro and Leo, you guys are kind of near the back, um, trailing behind a bit. Do you continue along the wall, catching up to Lingvai yeah. and Brackus? Dancing lights are still up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She keeps them um, up for any dark spaces that we ask, pretty much, okay. right? Um, mm-hmm. Is everybody along the wall at this point, or are there a couple no, of... No, they're ahead of us a little bit. Yeah, I'm in the middle of this space, but Sithril had seen me and 
giving that message, I'm sure everyone was like, hey, you don't see her. She says this. So we know the general vicinity of each other. Um, I don't think I'll quite proceed along the, the side of the wall since I can see in there. Um, I guess I'll just try to proceed as cautiously as I can. It doesn't seem like there's any other activity going in, on in there right now, though. I mean, to you, seems just like a large room with a lot of fungus in it. Yeah. Um, Did they warn me about the mushroom there. Uh, or Lingvi, did either you mo- motion back to the purple oh, one? I was, I was gonna say I would, yeah. I would just be like give them some kind of hand gesture that, hey, there's something else here. Be okay. careful. I'm gonna turn behind Leona. I'm gonna say we should go the, we should go a different way. We can go yeah. around these, this pillar here and we can just meet up with them. Let's do it. I go through the pillars where you were able to make eye contact with me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm just gonna, like, stay where I am. Just kind of stare at the big ones. Sure. Um, I have do a I see the big one? You do now, yes. yes. You see Yeah, because that's the one I was pointing at, so. Um, yeah. I have a question for you, Sithril. Hmm. What orientation or where are your lights currently placed? Um, since Lingvi and Brachis kind of took off, I didn't really get a chance to send my lights that direction. Um, Echo would still have maybe two, so Leo and I have the other two. Okay. So the light is kind of in the vicinity between you guys here. You can see uh, roughly 20 feet out those that don't have night vision from their spaces. Uh, Echo, you notice that the one closest to you very slowly is kind of moving towards you guys. And... Sithril, because you can see quite far, one across the room is moving slowly in your direction. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. Nope. Uh, I am going to wrap some cloth around some of my crossbow bolts, and as I set them up to shoot, I'm gonna light them on fire. I'm going to go ahead since Uh, Leo and I can see pretty far I'm just going to throw the two dancing lights I have at this thing so it can light up and be seen by anybody yeah so I'm going to shoot a flaming crossbow bolt at it because if it's heading towards us I don't want it moving The, the minute she puts those lights on this mushroom or whatever this thing is, does it stop moving? Um, no. As soon as the lights came into play, it looks like they were moving towards the lights. Towards the lights, okay. And Brachus and Lingvi, you now see this thing coming kind of around the the edge of the wall, just peeking out. And it's like a five foot wide, large, floating in the air circular-ish 
fungal-looking thing. I rolled a hit. Yeah, go ahead. Lingvi just kind of whispers to himself, Yay, living fungus. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, go ahead and roll some damage. Uh, sneak attack? Uh, yeah, technically. Plus, technically, fire damage, which should be, a, I think, a D4 in addition for the situation. Yep. I did 2D6 and a D4. I'm going to say the one that Sithril put the lights on. I'm just going to say, I don't have time for this, but I'm going sh- to shoot a bow and arrow at this thing. Uh, that's the one that Echo just shot at. Oh, okay. I thought there were two of them. There's uh, a, there's two more, so there's three in the room. Uh, you can only see two of them, I believe. Well, let me see what the distance is, but... Uh, 11 no, actually, piercing damage. Okay. 11 piercing damage and three fire damage. Okay. Uh, all of you watch Echo sh- fire her crossbow into this large floating orb and as you see the bolt enter the large circular fungus you see the fire kind of penetrate in and then all of a sudden a big flame the whole thing's just completely on fire and like it withers away and falls to the ground with a lot more fire than there was on the bolt Whatever this thing is, is highly flammable. Highly flammable. Good to note. Just shoot the rest of them. Ah, uh, looks like I can come in handy. I'll leave one to you. Do, do, up, do any fumes come off that we notice? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, with the way that the fire is dancing, it looks like whatever gaseousness it was filled with is burning away. Okay. That seems to be what so is purifying the fire. Yeah, fires usually just burn spores. They don't really produce, like, gases off of them, unless they're, like, I don't know, the only plant I know that, like, actually poisons you by burning it is, like, poison ivy. <laughs> hmm. Marijuana, <All> right. technically. <laughs> I'm, gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot at the second one here. Which okay. second one? The one further he, down or the one further It's going to be this right? one. Okay. Whichever one's the next closest. This one. I'm, I'm going to make my way this way. Hey, natural 20. Uh, 26 overall. Okay. And yours is a normal arrow? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage. Whee. 13 damage. Okay, so you fire into this one and you watch it almost like pop like a balloon. The arrow goes through it and you see it kind of go and this greenish gas does kind of emit out about mm, 15 feet from it. Okay. And there seems to be a, a haze in the air. I have... A crossbow bolt already on fire. 
because I was setting up the second one. Can I just hold up my crossbow with the bolt in it and just kind of like holding my breath, kind of walk near it and see if I could just light the Can gas on fire? And... Just shoot it in that direction. Just shoot it in that direction. I don't want to lose the bolt though. Just, just shoot it in that direction. I'll shoot it through the gaseous space so it can ignite the gas. Okay. Uh, in doing so, it does light the gas, and you see the haze dissipate, just a bit of smoke left, but you watch as the room lights up ahead of you from the flames and the direction that your bolt goes. This is a long room, uh, and there is many more fungus along the way. Not so many that look similar and are floating in the air, but different kinds of things all over. I think we're going to have mushroom stew tonight. Not these mushrooms. (laughs) I'm going to get behind Brackus so he can deal with the next one because I know he's excited to use his fire. Yeah, I'm going to use green flame blade on him. Okay. And I'm going to swing at him with my axe. He's on fire. I'm rolling at disadvantage because I'm poisoned, of course. That's actually not too bad. Uh, a 14 to hit, I think. Oh, yeah. shit. Nice. 14 to hit. Nice. Give me some damage. Right. Uh, man, I'm not prepared. Why am I not prepared? While he's rolling damage, um, is that another thing of uh, fungus in the middle of the room that the icon is now above? Five slashing and one point of fire damage. <laughs> that's, that's enough. Um, you slash into this and the the magical flames of the blade catch it just enough to watch it go kind of like when you add lighter fluid to a log. That's already on fire. <laughs> uh, yeah, the there's fungus all over the room. You're welcome to gather a number of it, and I can give you kind of random ones that you grab after our yeah. session. All right. Yeah, I wrote talk to DM, so yeah, I just wanted to just write a quantity. That one was. Uh, yeah. Like okay. how many different funguses you grab, basically. Okay. Um, I'll go over the map with you so I can tell you, because that way I know which one I'm talking about. Sure. Um, okay. So yeah, that one imploded as well? Uh, it did. It burned away. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna warn the others. Um, this is a Big hallway filled with a lot of, a lot of mush. Barakas, this is karma for all the mushrooms you ate. They've come back to avenge their kind. Oh, are, are they gonna get me high when I eat them too? <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't lunge at those ones. Nah, uh, this looked. Uh, I think these ones are, are a little too spicy. A little too spicy for 
A little too spicy in the gut. Do I see that one creeping its way up? Uh, you could see about 20 feet-ish in, in the dark, so... Even with the lights, unless the lights yeah, so are projected... Anybody's gonna you. light up a torch? Yeah, I, I see it. Then I would see it creeping into view, so I'm gonna shoot at it with a flaming crossbow bolt. Okay. Yeah, because he's tired of... He's tired of going around in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you can now see 20 feet of bright light and 20 more feet of dim light, so 40 feet. 24 to hit! Woohoo! Jeez, okay, now you're rolling good. <laughs> 11 piercing again. Jeez. And one fire damage. Okay. You shoot into it and you watch it like implode a little bit where the bolt penetrates it. And then you see the flames burst forth just whoosh, as the gases within burn oh, away. Excuse me. Um, you guys are lucky. Is this these things explode? <laughs> you guys were able to use fire damage to, to negate it. Oh yeah, I was like, I, I was just like, you know, mushroom. Cook it typically negates sure. a lot for cooking, so I'll set it on fire. Didn't think they'd explode, and then after I shot it, I was like, fuck, did I just cause an explosion? But it's a good explosion. Um. <laughs> Uh, ahead of me, is that a raised platform? Is that a room? Uh, it seems to be like a wall, a large kind of pillar that holds up the ceiling. However, you do see within the pillar that there are many broken away pieces and uh, cavernous like winding tunnels that core out a lot of it higher up mostly. Um, Ooh, I'm sorry, where, where, filled. where, where are you looking? Uh, right in front of you, this space here. It's a large okay. kind of structure holding up the ceiling. And okay. it is not solid walls. It is broken away in many areas where fungus has taken over and uprooted a lot of the stone and taken over space. Um, and it is like a entire colony of fungus within this large kind of towering pillar. How tall is it? Uh, it goes to the ceiling and the ceiling for you looks to be maybe 40 feet up. Okay. Anybody else doing anything? Rack is just looking out for more shit to burn right now. Just gonna make my way over. It's not bring Leo. There doesn't seem to be any other floating fungus, Brackus, but there is fungus all over the room. I mean, you're welcome to burn whatever you hey, like. Hey, Leo. Mm-hmm. When you're not talking, do you think you can mute your Discord? Because I think uh, Zach is coming through while he talks. Sure. Oh, you think Thank it's you. picking up my voice? Hmm. I noticed it was... It had the, the echo in his 
Yeah, yeah his outline was popping up, so. So what all do you guys want to do? Obviously, I'm going to gather. Yeah, uh, Brackus is just going to keep kind of moving or moving along. Yeah. Okay. Down this I, get, I was so confused by your description mm. because of the icons in it. I was like, what What am I looking at here by your description? So, Echo, I want you to roll a investigation check for me. Okay. As the rest of you are kind of coming around the left side, or I guess stage left side of oh. this pillar and hallway, um, as Echo is gathering various um, different funguses and mushrooms and mosses and whatnot well, within this colony. Um, you do, you gather probably eight different kinds of fungus. But in doing so, Cithril and Echo, you both notice after a moment of gathering these that some of the fungus coming from up, up, leading up the pillar uh, is moving. And it's moving towards you, Echo. Um. Hey, Lingvi. Yes. Can I see that? Can I see that torch for a second? He's going to hand me the torch and I'm just going to... What? Are you going to say something? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to use it and raise it towards the fungus that's moving and just use it to both look and as possible defense. Okay. My children! <laughs> uh, as you use the light to peer up, you see... Almost in an eerie way, and some it catches you off guard because, I mean, it's fungus, right? It shouldn't have a face, but there are faces looking back at you, or what looks like faces. I hate it. I am actually going to yell and like, with the stumble back, I'm going to fall on my ass and just be like, just staring up at it because that fucking scared me. Okay. Uh, with that, I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Oh, Should I roll disadvantage since I'm on my ass? <laughs> I mean, if you'd like. So in initiatives, a dis- it is an ability check, so because I'm poisoned, I roll a disadvantage, right? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it. That's 17 on the first one. That's an 8 on the second. Oh. 8 on the second? Okay. 11. 11. Even though I'm fine. <laughs> what did you roll? Me? 11. Yeah. 11 as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, My dex is a plus 0. It is 10. Ooh. So... No rollies. I'm sure your dex is higher. Uh, Sithril and Echo? Five. Evan. 
Wow, you guys all rolled really bad this time. Okay, so what's the order? Uh, so of it looks us? like it's going to be Lingvi, Brachus, Leo, Echo, Sithril. Mine makes sense. I landed on my fucking ass. Okay. Let you want me... your healer to be last. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. I'm just talking about all the others. Just, no, thank you. Okay, so. My luck ran out. <sighs> I hate that so much. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, Brackus, you will be going first right after you witness what, as you... Not Lingvi. Lingvi no, I'm first. sorry, Lingvi goes before Brackus. Yes. Uh, Lingvi, you see up as Echo used the torch to peer above and then yells and falls backwards as you see... Almost these humanoid-looking fungal creatures kind of crawling their way down this large pillar towards you guys. Um, and then oh. you see one of them leap out and go to attack Echo. Let me oh. see. Didn't expect a face, so yeah, it's... Ooh, okay, well, I don't get to use it, though, but that's a natural 20, and unfortunately, I think so. Hi. Visible. Uh, okay, so. Um, Echo, what is your armor class again? 15. 15, okay. Um, that would be... Two hits on you do land. Okay. As yeah, it, in in this current moment, fifteen, because some of my stuff makes it a little higher. So make sure to double check with me on some of the stuff. Yep. Um, one of them pounces at you and digs it, these hardened-looking. They kind of look like claws, but it's parts of their arms into you. So that's going to be four points of slashing damage as one drops down on you. Another drops down next to you and slashes at you. And that's going to be seven points of slashing damage. And the other one is going to drop down and is slashing uh, at you, Brachus. You're the nearest. Bring it on. Uh, let's see. So that is a 21 to hit. Oh, they just that hits. does it. Woohoo! I get to do some damage. I didn't get the crit though. Uh, okay. Wouldn't let you anyway. That is seven points of slashing damage as the other one like spears Ooh, its arm into you. Not seventy-four, seven. And uh, Lingvi, you are up. Well. I guess I'm going to give Echo a hand here. Roll for an attack. 
You shooting at it? Yep, I'm shooting at it. And I rolled a 28. I feel like you don't even need to, to ask if that hits. So, yeah. Uh, not targeting one of the ones on Echo? Yeah. And we'll roll for some damage here. Okay, uh, 13. 13. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Um... Describe your attack for me. So I'm just kind of like, you know, line up my shot carefully and just kind of pick it off and imagining that, you know, since they're kind of like distracted attacking Echo, I'm just kind of like getting it like either like in the back or like the back of the head, one of the two, depending on how lethal the shot is. Got it. Yeah. So you fire into the head of this creature and it sticks in almost making like a woody sound as it penetrates and you watch it like jolt and then slowly right its body from the force back to a standing kind of position very unnervingly hmm. um Lingva is gonna be like I hate that um and I guess he's gonna do it again Go for it. Okay, 16. On the same one or a different one? Let's do the same one. It hits. Okay. Um, That's assuming it's still threatening is it's not like lifeless or anything. It's, it's no, still it's, still, it, it's still standing. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that's not how they die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you said 16 hits. It does. Rolling for damage, eight. Okay. It's looking hurt. Any uh, Anything else you can do in your turn? Yeah, you know what? We'll just do the mini one too, why not? Um, one more time, 22. Oh, oh yeah. Hits. So... <laughs> Uh, same target or a different one? Yeah, we're just going to do the same target. So that's six points of damage. Okay. It's definitely not looking good. All right. Well, that was fun. Anything else for your turn? Nope, that's all I can do. Alrighty, Brackus. What would you like to do? All right. So I don't see, we don't see this one, do we? The one I'm hanging. Um, uh, it kind of just looks like a wall of fungus above you guys. I mean, you're no. welcome to attack the various nope. fungals. But Brackus is going to use a first action or a first action bonus action cast Searing Smite. And then he's going to attack the one that attacked him directly in front of him. Alrighty. And that would be a 17 to hit. That it hits indeed. It needs to make a constitution saving throw. And mm-hmm. I need that. Ooh, that was, I actually rolled really high for some reason. 
technically I rolled a 19 plus 2, so a 21. Yeah, it, 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 sa- <laughs> it saves. Uh, so it takes 8 points of slashing damage Ooh. and 2 points of fire damage initially. And then, unfortunately, this says the next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon, your weapon flares with white hot intensity and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to cause. Yeah, when you cast this, you cast it once and you you basically can do fire damage for all attacks for up to a minute, I believe. Until the spell ends. Yeah, it just gives you fire damage in addition to your your normal attacks. Okay, never mind. I guess I said that needs to make a constitution or saving throw. I apologize. So the target is on fire at the moment. And at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, it has to make a constitution saving throw. Otherwise, the fire does tick damage every time. Yes, it does. And so ignore my roll for now because it's not its turn. And then because now his... Axe is no longer searing, but he's going to take another swing at it with his second attack. Uh, I believe it's uh, all as long as the spell spell is activated, every attack for a minute does fire damage, I believe. Good enough. So. 21 to hit. Oh, yeah. And we've got five. Five points of slashing and six fire damage. Nice. Doing some good damage. It's definitely looking nearly as hurt as the other one. Uh, some of it is well burned. Anything else for your turn? Um, no, that's that's all. That's all I got. OK, I'd like to say my campaign, they're crispy. They are a little crispy, actually. They're they're almost well done. Uh, Leo, what would you like to do? There is one mushroom person in front of you, ten feet away, Leo. Any of them group? Are there any of them grouped together at the moment? There are two of them that are right next to each other. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so I'm gonna line up the two that are right next to each other. I'm going to prepare to saute some mushrooms and I'm going to cast Burning Hands. I'm going to need you to uh, make a uh, dex saving saving throw for them, DM. What is the... 15 foot cone. Okay. Bye, Echo. (laughs) Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, I think you could technically... He can angle it in a way where he can... He should be able to move here next to Echo and do a diagonal and get them, he would, half of his fire would be going into the wall, but he would still hit the two and not Brachus. Yeah. It's a weird angle, but... I moved him. Okay. That would be the only way he could hit both without searing either Brachus or Echo. Right. Uh, deck saves for both of them, you said? Yes. Alrighty. I need to get my charging cable, because I'm at 19% battery for my laptop. Should have grabbed it to start. Uh, okay, right so that's a twelve on one and a fifteen on the other. Okay, one, uh, one passes, the other one does not. Let me see if there's half damage. 
Yeah, I believe it is for, for that spell. So it's full damage on one and half damage on the other. Yep, okay. So let me roll these. Am I gonna... Is it gonna be the damage, same damage for both of them on one single roll here? Yes. So yeah, okay. you just roll your, your normal damage and one of them takes half of it. Okay, so the total damage looks like it's nine. Nine, okay, perfect. Let me mark that down. Which technically, with that still being fire, even with half damage, that probably still doubles for them. Okay. Uh, one of them is looking as injured as the one that Ling Vi was targeting. Okay. Definitely seared quite crispy. Okay. Uh, anything else for your turn? Is there any place for me to kind of maneuver and duck around? Not really. Well, there's there's those pillars all over the room, right? Yeah, we're away from those now. Yeah, you are in a much more open space at the moment. Okay. I am back. I mean, you could probably move or completely around this large pillar to the other side, but in doing so, you're leaving the melee range of a few things, which they could then attack you if you leave, but... Oh, an opportunity attack. Okay. All right. Unless, well, might... un unless you can um, disengage. I don't know. I was going to say, I probably I could disengage and then just back up to that pillar. The pillar is right in front of you, so you would be going around it to the uh, your left. Okay. It's about 15, 15 by 15 feet. That's perfectly fine for me. Okay. So are you disengaging and going around? Correct. Okay. So we can put him just around the like corner here, like peeking around it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that uses your bonus action, your action was attacking, and your movement. Yep, we're good. good. That then brings us to Echo. What are you doing? Okay, catch me up a bit. What's dead, what's not, since Nothing I had to go get my dead. cable. Okay. You are currently flanked on both sides of you by Either side. two of these. One side and has one, two of them. And one of those that's by you is, is really messed up and burned bad. Yeah, two of them are quite injured looking. Um, one which, of them which is. Which one is on fire from Brackus? The one directly in front of Brackus. This yeah. one, right? Okay. Here. Okay. That's the one that is seared quite well. Both from Brackus and uh, Leo. Okay, so. Um, I am going to use my crossbow on one below my icon. The one adjacent? 
Yeah, the one right next to me. Okay. Um, I believe you would have disadvantage since it's point blank. Uh, I don't think you have a feat or anything that negates that. No, I'm not sharpshooter. No. Okay. Uh, you're welcome to shoot it if you'd like. Nine. Okay. So you're you're close and it's moving and you're trying to like get your uh, crossbow in without getting it hit by its arm and you fire and it goes just misses. Okay, then I'm gonna try and shoot as a bonus action the one behind it that's on fire in front of Brackus. Okay. That would be a normal roll. Yeah. Twenty-two. <laughs> yep, that one definitely hits. That's like a Lingvi shot there. And I got a D four. I got my ranged. Is that? And I got that. I get sneak attack. It is engaged with a companion, so yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So. <laughs> Of 13. 16 damage. 16 damage. Oh, crap. Okay. Um, so you, you're kind of wrestling with the first one here. It fires wide as it kind of bumps your crossbow out of your hand. And then you quickly reload and lean and fire at the other one. And you watch this bolt go right through its, like, shoulder. And it completely takes half of its torso and its arm off its body flying in that direction somewhere. It looks like it's barely standing. God damn it. Um. <laughs> I won't lie. You got it down okay, to one that... hit point. <laughs> you were one away from just, uh... just completely wrecking it. Well, then it'll it'll die immediately when it's its turn if no one goes to hit it because it's on fire. Well, um, yeah, if it fails its constitution yeah. saving throw. Yeah. If it succeeds, does the fire go out or does it just take it half puts damage? It out. Fire goes out. Oh, okay. Got it. It successfully um, pats it out, basically, is what, what the save is yeah. for. Only you can Stop. prevent forest fires. Fungus fires. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, I'm just gonna stay because flanked. Okie dokie. Uh, yeah, so I'm just gonna stand there and just be like, ah, I don't like this. You're small and surrounded. Sithril. I can deny it no longer. What do you do in this moment? I don't care how low you are, how not low you are. I'm gonna cast Cure the Necro. First level. Okay. It. 
get four hit Echo, you you. I'm sorry, you you keep four. Okay. She cast cure wounds on you at first level. Yeah, sorry, it was crackling in and out, so it's kind of hard to hear. Anything else for you in your turn? No, I'll just back up. That was actually much needed. (laughs) Uh, So to cure wounds is to touch. Yep. To back up is to leave some melee ranges. Do you still want to back up? It's true, yeah. No, I'll just... I'll stay. Can people get opportunity attacks on opportunity attacks? Mm, No, not unless you have certain... I think you have to have a certain... Is that the sentinel feat? I believe so. Okay. That's one of the things the sentinel feat does, I believe. Okay. Okay. Uh... This is the end of this round, and right before we end for the night, it is one last turn. As you guys are fighting and running to aid and watching some of these burn, uh, Lingvi, since you're stepped back a little bit further from every, from the chaos, uh, you notice from above a much larger form is reaching down. Uh, crap. That's what I was afraid of. I don't of. know how old I am, but I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and yeah, in this moment... <laughs> yeah. In this moment, uh, what looks like a large... I mean, it's still made of fungus, but it's almost conical, or not conical, cylindrical in shape, kind of looks like an arm, quickly reaches down, and let's see here. Uh, That's an 18 to hit on both Sithril and Echo. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Just two. It just because of the shit that I have going on. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um, as it reaches down, you feel what you expected to be almost like a punch, like a fist, some force behind it. Um, it isn't. It feels almost soft and squishy, spongy as it envelops you as this arm kind of collapses down onto you but in that same moment you feel a burning sensation um a sort of poison and uh you Sithril take seven points of poison damage Echo you take three and Brachus and Lingvi you see the same coming for you as well. Let me see here. Guys, we're being hit by Puff the Marshmallow Man. <laughs> uh, 
for Brackus and Lingvi, you see it coming down towards you as well, but Brackus puts up his shield just in time, and it hits and stops. It doesn't seem to envelop you. Mm. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> yup. Okay. With that, we will start our next round uh, next time. On Game Grumps. <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube Grumps. <laughs> and I look so just, forward to playing again. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> oh. So just to recap, you got one big guy in the ceiling and how many little ones are left in the room? Three little Three. ones, one big. Three and two of them are in rough shape. Two of them are in very One of them has shape. one hit point. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I gave that away a little bit, but yes. <laughs> okay. Um, it is that, you know, time of year where everybody's busy and holidays and such are going on. Uh, we can, in a moment here, discuss when we would like to play next. And I will end our recording. <laughs>